0: The following is a fourth-hand production. 15, 64,
1: 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys.
0: Welcome to A Very Brady Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Tack Van Sickle, and with me is always the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello, hello. Hello, and on this podcast, we celebrate the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch. As we break down the bunch one episode at a time, we take the episode, we, we break it down, we draw a crude picture of it, then claim it's a picture of Bill Clinton, and then play a quick game of ha with it.
1: <laughs> <That's
0: fine. laughs> on today's episode, we take a look at season two, episode three, entitled The Slumber Caper. If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Birdie Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, and Amazon Prime. And that's how you get through that intro, Jimmy. Boom, I've been doing a full fucking it. season of it. We'll uh, get yeah. there. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I just give me shit from last week. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you hosted for the first time last week. How'd you feel? I did, yeah. how'd, how'd you like it?
1: Pretty good. Did you Enjoy it. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. It was fine as wine. Kind of chatty. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why do we keep bringing up Biloxi Blues all the time? <laughs>
1: because I made my daughter watch it a few weeks ago. Oh,
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. I really do want to rewatch
1: it. Then I saw How's the guy movie? that played Waikowski Then I started thinking, well, he was in One Crazy Summer. So then I started listening. I was started watching One <laughs> Crazy Summer. Is that the same guy? Yeah. Where he goes, you touch my car. What?
0: <laughs> you touch my car. Don't ever touch my car.
1: <laughs> I miss something. As many times as I've seen that movie, I miss something because um, he was talking about Demi Moore, and he goes, "She has those things in her hair. I think you call them corn husks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah yeah. he was uh in the recent episode of Grey's anatomy yeah yeah he had a really small yeah. part he played a dad in, of a girl that's in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> and he just played a nerdy dad even though i thought he was gonna be like bald and fat now no he's not he looks the same except white hair and that's it <laughs> you know like me he played some I'm nerdy kidding. dad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's see here, what's going on, not in the world, because we're not going to talk about what's going on in the world. No, that's too (laughs) boring. We can talk (laughs) about what's going on in our world. Right. So, I'm probably going to be coming back to Florida here in about a month. That's awesome. So, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listeners already know me complaining about having to move to Virginia for the past year. Well, as far as they know, I've been in Virginia this whole time, but, because I have been since episode
1: one, but... I'm back to Florida. Thank God. Finally. Yeah, because you were all like, Well, screw you then, Jimmy. I'm gonna move to Virginia and start a podcast about the Brady Bunch. I'm like, No, you won't. You're like, I'll show you. And then you marched off and and here we are. We marched off in a huff. It's kinda (laughs) immature. You're acting like a thirteen year old Playboy or something. You know what? Fucking let's get into that right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, well, it's a good magazine. I mean, some of the pictures are kind of embarrassing if you kind of read it at work. But the articles are really cool.
0: Not that. Not that. Oh, oh, not that. (laughs) So, I went into uh, Apple Podcast to check out, you know, see if we had any recent reviews, which we had two in there that I hadn't seen yet. Very awesome. So, I was like, all right, cool. All right. I'm going to read the first one, which is... Five stars, Jimmy. Very nice. And it says, "Subject is my current favorite podcast." Sorry, it was misspelled. But my favorite, well, maybe it's not misspelled. Maybe favorite. that's just
1: how. Maybe they're speaking it, like spelling it phonetically.
0: Oh, maybe when they really like, like something, they go, that's favorite. my favorite." Riot. You
1: know,
0: like, <laughs> well, that's true. He could be speaking <laughs> that fancy, like, teenage jazz talk. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My current favorite podcast, five stars. And he says, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this is a great one. Thanks for not getting political and keep the laughs coming. He sounds like a fucking Democrat. I'm just saying. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Politics. That's the reason why we don't get into politics because we don't know anything about politics. I
1: don't care anything about politics.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's from, can you go ahead and give a, a an attempt to read the name? Um, Batchet. Batchet's not. <laughs> butch Butch It Snot
1: Something like that, yeah It's a cool name, it butchering
0: your name, but it yeah, is Butch It Snot So what Jimmy was referring to Is the next review that we got yes. Which was an exciting One star review With the subject saying Pass And it says <laughs> i don't know where he gets this from but sounded like two 13 year old boys what after finding their first playboy magazine they obviously enjoyed their adolescent humor more than i did said <laughs> trader jeff yeah yeah well he sounds like he's uh got a big
1: fat butt i don't know <laughs> well, <laughs> well in our defense um there was a, voc- a lot of awkward silence when we found our first Playboy. So, you know, that's not at all what we sounded it's like. True. So I kind of take offense to that a little bit. Um, this is true. Like, let's let's touch on that. So, okay. Jimmy
0: and I, you know, like back in our day, there's always that joke or that trope where you find a Playboy in the woods. That's right. a real thing. Oh, it is. Girls, well, ours girls, was ladies, like a treehouse sport
1: kind of thing, but yeah. Hey,
0: yeah. But we found it in the woods, right? right that's true, yeah. And uh, so we were like 13, 14, oh, yeah, 12, yeah. somewhere around there, and Jimmy and I did find our first plan boy in the woods, yeah, and yeah. we looked at it together in this fort that we made on the side of his house. <laughs> so, and the Brady Bunch was around, so we may have discussed the Brady Bunch also. Who knows?
1: I prob- Probably not. Unless it was to discuss, like, Marsha being hot or something. Or in <laughs> she was hot back whatever. then.
0: She, she was fine. Remember that was her turn. <laughs> right, she was
1: fine. <laughs> but I mean, I, I kind of look at this podcast as you know a lot of everybody that listens to this listens with nostalgia. Okay, and obviously yeah. Trader Jeff, obviously he was a mature adult when he watched the Brady Bunch, which is why he wants yeah. mature adult humor. Um, but we weren't. We were <clears throat> thirteen. <laughs> like we, we were young. So
0: yeah. And uh, I really don't care what Trader Jeff says anyway. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I don't care. I like her adolescent humor, and fuck him, and fuck you, too.
1: (laughs) Well, plus, um, 67% of our listeners are girls, so uh, he's the minority. Yeah,
0: yeah. there you go, Trader Jeff. We got all the ladies, and your butt probably stinks, so there you go.
1: There you go. But we do, having said all that, we do appreciate your uh, opinion, and uh, we hope that you eventually come back that'd be cool I mean maybe you just listen yeah, to a would, bad episode
0: possibly yeah we would definitely like Trader Jeff if you can check out another episode and then yeah, uh, let us know Um, but anybody out there please feel free to do a, a rate and review on Apple Podcasts it helps the show out tremendously and we would appreciate it
1: and we're not gonna you know read all the reviews online so don't don't be afraid to you know to give a review out of fear that we're gonna bring well. you roast you and stuff Don't. We're not we're not gonna do that you only you're do it if you write a you know, bad one. Yeah, unless you're just <laughs> stupid. But, <yeah.
0: laughs> well, so far, I think I've read every single review online. <laughs> oh, okay. on the show, <laughs> all so. right. Never
1: mind then, ladies. and gentlemen. <laughs> all
0: right. Let's move on. I'm going to delete that now so we don't accidentally read it later. I don't see how we would. But anyway. Aaron. All right. So let's take our first break. And when we come back, Ooh, we're going to okay. get into this episode. It was a fun one. And, uh,. We're gonna so get your PJs on, Jimmy. We're gonna have a slumber caper. We're gonna have a pillow fight. Oh yeah. There you go. We're gonna have a pillow fight when we come back. All right. We'll be back.
1: An old wine cabinet said to be possessed by a demon, which invokes nightmares and physical harm. An island full of giant rabbits, said to appear once every seven years off the coast of Ireland. A rural family that in the dead of winter walked one by one into their barn, but never walked out. The world is full of fascinating mysteries, and the Blurry Photos podcast sheds light On the darkest corners of the unknown. With a new storytelling-focused format, Blurry Photos brings legends to life and examines if there's any fact behind the supposed fictions. Join me, David Flora, as I explore the unexplained and explain the unexplored on the Blurry Photos podcast.
0: Back. cool okay so we got the Brady Punch season 2 episode 3 entitled The Slumber Caper so facts about the episode this was first aired on October 9th hey isn't that your son's birthday
1: it is very good <laughs> see
0: I'm good but not 1970 so nah. no uh, it was written by uh, Tam Spiva, or Spiva directed by Oscar Rudolph once again hmm.
1: Good
0: old Oscar. Yep. We talked about him last week, Jimmy, if you remember how, because last week's episode was pretty funny, and we thought, well, maybe Oscar had something to do with it, maybe, and, uh, you know. So, according to IMDB, Robert Reed's actual daughter, Karen Reitz, appeared in this episode as Marsha's friend, Karen. He otherwise rarely got to see her after he and Karen's mother were divorced in 1959. Hmm. So that's kinda of cool. Let's bring your daughter di- to work day. Wonder why they divorced. I don't know. I, swear, I was surprised to hear he had a daughter. <laughs> Didn't I was know that. that. He's
1: married to a girl, but okay.
0: <laughs> right. <clears throat> and also, who else do we see in this episode? Alice. So me, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. A guest star in this episode.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oscar Rudolph's daughter.
0: That's not Oscar Rudolph's daughter. No. Sherwood Schwartz's uh, daughter.
1: Sherwood Schwartz's daughter. Right, 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 right. That's what I meant.
0: Yep. All right. Let's get into it. You ready? Yep. All right. We fade in. The episode opens up in the evening at the Brady house, and we see Marsha, Jan, and Cindy hanging outside Mike's den. Marsha especially looks worried about what is going on in there, and why is Bobby being creepy? Why is Bobby creeping? Is <laughs> right, I right. wrote that?
1: Did I write that? or did No, you I wrote that. that. I forgot to highlight it. Yeah. Oh, God, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> why would, have you noticed the way he creeps? Like, I don't know. Like, he's not supposed to be there. Like, why can't he know that she's going to have a uh, slumber party? <laughs> I,
0: don't know. I don't think that anybody else cares as much as the girls do. So, right, right, right. Uh, he's just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, we cut to Inside the Den where Mike and Carol are having a deep conversation. Carol says, <laughs> It's part of growing up for a girl. Mike asks, Are Jan and Cindy in on this too? Carol says, well, it wouldn't be fair to leave them out. We cut back to Marsha leaning against the door, worried. Alice walks up to them and asks, any word? Not yet, Jan says, and Alice walks off.
1: Alice is so fucking nosy. (laughs) She's so nosy. (laughs) Like, she's the last... Arguably, she's the last person that needs to know. Because, like, even (laughs) the boys should know before Alice does, like... I don't know why she's so nosy.
0: Than- <laughs> well you gotta think. <clears throat> she cleans around there and cooks around there. She kinda has to know. And she's probably like, Great, I'm at a fucking night where <laughs> I gotta do all this extra bullshit. And yeah. she's like, God, I hope it I hope they don't approve this. God I hope they don't So she walks over. Any word? Nope. Like, fuck. <laughs> she's <just> like <clears throat> So back in the den, Mike decides Let's go ahead with it. If Rome can outlast an invasion by the barbarians, then what could a few little girls do to the Brady House? Famous last words. Carol beams with his response and goes to tell the girls the news. And she said it kind of in a way like,
1: we're allowed, we're allowed. Like, why? You were all demanding and shit last time. Like, why? <laughs> she acts like, like the fourth daughter. You know? Yeah, can yeah. we
0: do a mic, Please, please, please Mike, know. please. Okay. Yeah. Carol opens the door to the den. The girls all stand up from sitting on the stairs and Carol takes a deep breath and says, Yes, Marsha, you can have your slumber party.
1: The girls all cheer with glee. Why all the drama? <laughs> what drama? Like, Well, well first off, I, I guess the, the question is, why, why did Mike and Carol have to have this conversation away from the girls?
0: Well, they kind of discuss pros and cons and... You know, I don't know.
1: Yes, yeah. Um but <clears> I mean, they she's want to like, do in front of the girls? No, but I mean, first of all, it's Marsha's party. It's not the girls' party. It's Marsha's party. And Marsha's supposed well, to be the girls like 13 or girls are interested 14. too. Yeah, but it's, yeah, she's it's like not 13. really any of their business. But I mean, Marsha's supposed to be 13 or 14. So I, remember, I guess I was a little surprised that they didn't bring Marsha into the room with them. And she's grown up enough, enough to, to understand why her parents are questioning things and why they are thinking about whether she should or should not have it. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, if they want to treat yeah. her like a babysitter, you know, like in the last episode, <laughs> you know, why can't they bring yeah. her in and kind of discuss why they're questioning it? I don't know. I was just a little surprised they were, they were leaving her out of it.
0: Hmm. I don't know. So, next we see Mike coming into the kitchen and sees Alice and tells her that they're going to have a slumber party. Alice looks concerned, and Mike asks, what's wrong? Alice says, yeah, I'm trying to see what I can do to prepare, and I'm thinking I might have to nail down the furniture. Okay. Once again, Alice shows disapproval of a decision made by Mike and Carol yeah, right, yeah. with their children in their house. Alice just needs to stay in her lane, just like last you week where that, yeah. she was like, well, you know he has got the sniffles maybe I shouldn't go out yeah, right, you know yeah, it's yeah. like I know you're going to go out because you're shitty parents no it's okay mom I, I think mean,
1: I mean maid <laughs> yeah. but like I thought it was interesting that they started the scene with Alex with Alex with Alice's full back to the camera
0: oh her full back was yeah. to the camera yeah
1: well, that's kind of a strong no, it's stance so I'm surprised much. I mean it's a little dramatic don't you think
0: <clears throat> what do you I'm I'm not sure I follow so what she just had her back to the camera is that what yeah, you're saying Yeah 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 I
1: mean if you think of you know the drama classes we've taken over the years that's kind of a no-no you don't really turn your back to the camera or to the audience Well
0: I think there's <clears throat> a difference between <clears throat> sorry difference between television and theater like theater yeah you're never supposed to put your back unless it's specific to the story yeah. But like on TV and movies you can do whatever the hell you want. I don't but think it's mean, there not really. A-
1: she was standing between two counters. She could have easily been leaning on the counter the other way. It didn't really add hmm. anything to the scene having her turn her back to the camera. If anything it kind of added confusion a little bit. Cuz you couldn't really tell that Alice was kind of deep in thought. It would have worked better if she was turned around, but I don't
0: know. Hmm. Interesting. So Mike laughs and says, "Oh, Alice, it's just a few little girls. It can't be that bad." Alice looks shocked at his comment and says, "Mr. Brady, have you ever been to a slumber party?" <laughs> what?
1: No, my note. <laughs> like she has. I mean, let's see. let's get honest for a second. Nobody invited Alice to any slumber parties. Come on now. <laughs> like, come on, really? Not true. I don't yeah, know. maybe no, no. she didn't. She she's never been invited.
0: Mike says, no. Alice says, well, I have, and nobody, nobody slumbers. Alice gives him a look of disappointment. Mike laughs and then realizes she isn't joking, and then he looks serious.
1: (laughs) So slumber parties have always been that way. (laughs) Since the beginning of time, they've always been where nobody sleeps. Yeah.
0: The next morning, we see the boys in the backyard, and Greg says to Peter and Bobby, we're going to be invaded by girls. Greg goes on to say they won't do anything but giggle all night long. <laughs> Peter says to Greg, you know, I bet Marcia invites that Paula Tardy. Boy, is she hung up on you. Are you laughing at Tardy? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you have, like, an adolescent boy sense of humor? Yeah, I Play bet she boy. got teased
1: a lot. That's such an unfortunate name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paula, why are you Tardy? I can't help
0: it, it's my name. Her middle name is Is. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's so John. Greg says, uh, "Greg says that's a disgusting thought. I'll probably have to hide all night." Bobby says, "Maybe I'll have to hide too. Somebody might be hung up on me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, do you think Paula grew up and like had to have that difficult conversation with her boyfriend? So she's like, what? Um, "Ted, I'm late." <laughs> it's like, "Well, yeah, you're tardy." Like. <laughs> so, I, like, I didn't know where you're going with this and why is bobby hanging upside down from the swing set isn't that like when i was a kid i asked my daughter this question and she looked at me like i was insane isn't that something typically what? girls do like i didn't have very many <laughs> guy friends that would hang upside down from a swing set i don't know i mean i think i did yeah but isn't that more of like a I girl's gymnastic kind of thing like
0: I don't see that as a gender thing at all. Like, I'm a little confused. Hmm. How was he doing it? I don't remember. He was like, just,
1: he had his, his knees around a bar, and he was just swinging yeah. upside down from the swing set.
0: Hmm. That just sounds like fun. I don't okay. know. Okay. Right. It's I just, when I never thought of a kid that, that being a, was, a gender thing.
1: When I was a kid, that was something the only girls t- t tended to do. It wasn't something a lot of guys. <laughs> look, at
0: that, look at that kid hanging upside down on a bar. What is he, a girl? Might like, as <laughs> no, well right? play with a
1: doll and have braids. But, yeah.
0: He <laughs> probably has adolescent humor and yeah, right? go looks for playboys in the woods. <laughs> but I'm not bitter. Just yeah, then, no. Mike comes out and asks the boys to help uh, getting the sleeping bags out of the garage for the slumber party. Mike goes on to tell them that uh, all the girls are going to sleep in the living room in their sleeping bags. Greg says, "You mean in our sleeping bags?" Uh-huh. Peter says, "They'll get they'll get them all full of perfume." <laughs> Bobby adds,
1: "They'll all stink." Mike says, "That's enough, and to come help." Three things: one, if you notice when Mike first first walks out of the door, you actually yeah. see the cushions that Greg takes off the chair during the the baseball episode. Okay, you see the cushions <laughs> that he cushions was actually throwing in. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, second, all three boys are wearing they're wearing long pants, which I don't think they ever wear shorts. Greg does in the baseball... No, even in the baseball episode, Greg doesn't. Um, mm. They're like doing three, Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> all three boys are wearing slur- short sleeve shirts. But then Mike comes out wearing a jacket. <laughs> and what the hell is he wearing a jacket for? There's like no continuity in what season no, that that it all. is. not at all. And <laughs> like, I thought it was funny, and I don't know whether it was acting or whether he was just really laughing. But when Mike says the line... We can't have them sleep in the girls' room. They're going to be packed up like sardines. Like, Greg starts laughing at the line. And I think he was just laughing because it was funny. I don't think he was laughing because the character... Because none of the <laughs> other boys were laughing. He was just like, sardines. Like, it was just funny. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next, the girls are, are with Carol and Alice, and they're discussing what food to have at the slumber party. Just as the girls exit to get ready for school, Marcia says to Carol, Mom... You remember what you and dad promised? Carol says, I remember. And Marcia walks off to get ready for school. <laughs> um, Mike walks in and overhears what Marcia said and looks at Carol and says, What did dad promise? Carol stumbles through her words and says, Oh, well, there was something that I promised for both of us. That, uh, you know, we'd leave that leave the girls alone and wouldn't hang around the party. Mike says, Oh, yeah, well... Uh, what should we do? It's been a quiet evening in the garage. Carol says, Oh no, I have a much better idea for us. What do you think of dinner for two? Mm-hmm. Candlelight? Soft music? Dancing? Mike says, That sounds great. That is, as long as Alice doesn't mind holding down the fort while we're gone. Alice says, Oh, I don't mind holding down the fort just bear in mind those were the last words of General Custer and gives a look of go ahead sorry oh and then gives a look of fuck me right so
1: actually those were not the last words of (laughs) Custer oh no I researched this his last words were hurrah boys let's get these last few reds and head on back to camp
0: I thought his last words were oh shit is that an engine (laughs) no oh shit is that an arrow (laughs) I don't know (laughs) <clears throat> so, oh, yeah. question. All of this happened before school? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is the morning before school. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Like, like, getting the sleeping bags out of the garage. The whole conversation, remember what you promised mom and dad. Hey, yeah, we'll go out and candlelight dinner and as long as Alice doesn't care. And then, you know, Mike's like, she's a fucking employee. She does what she's told. And then Alice is like, yeah, all this was before school. <laughs> That's I funny. don't know how, like, I'm wide awake at that time, but I... I doubt a house of nine is wide awake that much to where the boys were hanging out outside. Just hanging out. And, and then mommy, Mike comes up.
1: Bobby, why are you setting your alarm? i will get to wake up early and hang from the swing set upside down. Duh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mike comes up. Hey, boys, what you doing? And they're like, eh, we're just hanging around. <laughs> and they're
0: like, well, come help me in the garage. All this is before school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just blew
1: my mind. And where's all their books? Like, I, I could see if they were waiting around to be driven to school. Then they'd have their book bags yep. and stuff, but they don't even have their book bags ready. Like they're by no means leaving anytime soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they were planning the menu for
1: the party, all that before yeah, yeah, school. Yeah. Everybody's up, wide awake. Yeah. During know. during this scene, Mike does some kind of voice. Like, <laughs> did you catch that? Voice? Like he's doing an imitation.
0: I don't remember. Did I say the line at all? Or I, I don't do think so. The
1: no, during the scene, he does this imitation of, I think, is W.C. Fields. I think. Like, Scratch, <laughs> can
0: you bother me? You know, yeah, whatever, like, like that. It,
1: and it's weird because it's like at some point somebody had to have had that conversation. Like, okay, I know this episode's about girls having a slumber party, but what it's missing is W.C. Fields. <laughs> Mike, we need you to do imitation the best imitation you can. You know, what I mean, it's just it was such a odd thing to throw in there. <clears throat> I can't imagine it was Robert Reed's idea. It's just it's such a strange thing. No, to throw
0: in there. I, I doubt it. He's done a couple of impressions, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, yes, yeah, his, his imitation almost sounded like Bella Lugosi walking
1: through the house with wet sneakers. <laughs> I was thinking that, yeah. (laughs) What the hell? You mean the boom-boom. (laughs) Boom-boom. Kaboom, kaboom, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Later, we see Marsha planning her guest list with Jan and Cindy. Cindy asks, what do you do at a slumber slumber parties? Marsha says, well, you play games and you talk about boys. And you talk about boys. And then you play games. Cindy asks, what are the games about? Jan says, boys. (laughs) Cindy scrunches up her face and says, boys? Who likes boys?
1: Jan sure don't. (laughs) What do
0: you mean? Uh, Is that why Jan and Alice have this, like, bond? That's why they get
1: along so well, yeah. Exactly. Because neither one of them gets invited to summer parties.
0: (laughs) And they're both middle sisters and... yeah. I think they both prefer, you know. So Greg comes running into his bedroom where Peter and Bobby are hanging out. Greg says, I got an idea. I know a way we can have fun at the slumber party. The boys ask how. Greg says, we're going to pull tricks on them. Get it? Peter and Bobby look at each other (laughs) as if they've never heard of a trick before and have no idea what Greg could possibly be talking about. (laughs) Greg says, yeah, you know, scare him jokes, like he had to actually elaborate. Yeah. And Peter finally completes the circuit in his brain and says, <laughs> "Yeah." And Bobby follows suit, which I don't think Bobby still got it, but it, you know, Peter got it so yeah. he had to act like he did. Greg says, "Now we got to be able to think of some really great stuff." Bobby suggests, "Like rubber spiders." Greg says, "Well, that's that's a good start." Peter adds, Or scary masks, spooky noisemakers, and one of those plastic skeletons. (laughs) The boys all get excited. Greg thinks for a moment and says, wait a minute, I got it. Itching powder in the sleeping bags. Peter and Bobby together say
1: Yeah I I think this is like I think there's more going on with this. I think there's there's more going on. I think Greg has a crush on one of Marsh's friends. Because like (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know it's not Paula Tardy. (laughs) <laughs> uh, because me and you both have older sisters that are two years older than us and I don't know mm-hmm. about you when you were you know like I mean I guess it's different when you're 13 you know and then you start kind of having crushes on girls and then you know, then it might get interesting if your sister had a summer party especially if she's the same age as you but right. I mean for Bobby and, and, and Peter the last thing they want to do is go screwing around with girls man they just want to sit in their room and <laughs> wait this out until all these girls are gone <clears throat> in fact they'd rather have like they'd rather be camping out somewhere else but I get the strong feeling that Greg has a crush on one of the girls and he's just trying to find some reason to insert himself into the slumber party somehow no? I definitely don't
0: <clears throat> doubt that I'm sure there's a chick that Greg probably yeah. wants
1: I mean they don't go into wants. this in the storyline I'm not foreshadowing no. anything but I just but have a I strong think- feeling
0: I do think Peter and Bobby are definitely on board because it's fun to pull pranks and scare people, yeah.
1: and you get great
0: reactions out of little teenage girls, so I think they're definitely in on that, for sure. Yeah, but all night. Um,
1: <laughs> like- <laughs> I don't know if it's really all night. He didn't say all night, did he? Well, they, they do. They do it all night, but... But I mean, they're all like sitting around like, oh, this is going to suck. And Greg's like, hey, I have an idea. Let's fuck around with them all night and just like be around them. Like they already said they didn't want to be around them because they did just <laughs> giggling the shit all night. <laughs> so Greg comes you know up with a really elaborate hate- plan to like sit around them all night and just screw around. Like, I don't know. Do <laughs> no, they really hate
0: if we hung out with them and then we started making out with them? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they would hate that.
1: Maybe they'll play truth or dare. and We might just happen to be in the room. How about that? Okay, <laughs> that was like
0: uh, a <laughs> guy was telling me <laughs> when he was in the marines uh, actually you, you met this guy Seth oh, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. remember Seth yeah. man. he was in the marines he said <laughs> he used to always like joke around like with his boys like when they would go out at night or whatever like hey guys let's go hogging tonight and I was <laughs> like what the fuck is that he's like that's where you go out and you pick up heavier girls and you <laughs> sleep with them It's like a joke thing. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was like, all right. And then he was telling about another time that he went out and he said, hey, guys, don't we should do? We should go hogging tonight. And I was like, "Seth, did you just like bigger girls? Because it sounds like (laughs) that's just what you like. Uh, Not to be making fun or fat shaming or anything like that. I mean, anyway, it was just a funny story. But... (laughs) going back to what you said about our sisters and stuff that. Like, yeah, well my sister when i was a freshman in high school my sister had a pool party i think it was for her birthday i don't remember because at the time we had a pool at our house and all that is that live park and yes yeah. uh live park and um <clears throat> i don't know where you were during this party but you weren't there mm-hmm. i remember ron was there but i don't remember where you were um so Ron and I got to hang out at the party, and we got to quote bartend, even though there's no alcohol. But you know, there's a lot of soda, and there was like <laughs> ice and cups, and you so didn't were play like, pranks? Oh, "We can bartend." <laughs> no, but we were so excited because we knew a few of the girls that were coming, and they were fucking hot, and yeah. we we're just like, "No, no, they were not fine. They were fine,", okay, <laughs> they were <all> right. fine. <laughs> and we were super excited to see them in bikinis that <laughs> that day, and. We were just, uh, we're, and during the whole thing, like when Ron would come, over, like, oh, my God, did you see her? Like, oh, my God. And, you know, look at Michelle Blaylock over there in a the bikini. You remember Michelle she, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: She touched my hand when I gave her the drink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or look at Lisa Stempfowzer. Look at her. Oh, gosh, she looks so hot in the bikini. <laughs> you know. I'm naming actual girls that were at this party. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's funny.
0: Maybe they listen and they finally know that I had a crush on them. Maybe when I was like. But did you have a crush on them because
1: they were in a bathing suit? Did you have a crush on them before that?
0: Oh, uh, before that, Okay, but, okay. I mean, come on, Michelle Blaylock. She was gorgeous. I mean, obviously, I never went anywhere because she was older than me and like beautiful. But you know, <laughs> yeah, just fine. Anyway, what would you, we got what all would you do if one of
1: them called into the show and asked you out?
0: <laughs> I would say michelle
1: what about what it if it's would be my
0: honor oh i sorry lisa it would be an honor wait a minute you're not like i wouldn't be going hogging if we
1: hooked up with i don't know i don't know either one of them i'm sure they're really super nice and super cool that's that's what i was getting
0: i get you taking the high road yeah, yeah yeah i just became a dick all right thanks a lot so mike and carol are in the backyard <laughs> where there are several sleeping bags laid out on the lawn they're inspecting the job the boys did that morning to air them out they seem displeased with their work they said <laughs> the, they still seem dusty so the boys were asked to air out the sleeping bags by laying them out on the lawn how do you fuck that up <laughs> like <laughs> I don't like, know <laughs> it's like you, boys I want you to Lay these out in the lawn so they air out, which I'm pretty sure, I think it's what Mike said, so we air them out, and that's what they did. Well, it's and a, how do they look dusty?
1: It's a shame. You know, somebody needs to like, because as far as I know, sleeping bags haven't changed. You know what I mean? I don't think there's been a lot of huge advances yeah. in sleeping bags, but they should make it <laughs> out of some sort of like soft material you can throw in a washing machine.
0: <laughs> right. And exactly. we don't have
1: to lay it out in the lawn to air it out. That way the shit's actually clean. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I, can't, I don't see how it can be dusty. I don't know. Maybe it can. I don't know.
1: <clears throat> I just don't understand why they didn't throw it in the washing machine to wash it.
0: Yeah. And if your washing I mean, machine is like too small, to do it. go to the laundromat. Yeah, It's not like they had to do it. You just had to say, Alice, wash all these sleeping Seriously, bags yeah. today. That's it. Done. <laughs> all their hard work is complete. So Carol suggests that maybe they should hang them up and beat them. Mike says, the sleeping bags are the boys. da <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought the same thing when she, goes, when she said, maybe we should hang up. And beat I him did too. Oh my God. Like that was a really poor setup for that joke.
0: Well, it was a very predictable joke. <laughs> yeah, I knew exactly, where it yeah. was going to go. And I was hoping they were going to drop the ball on the joke like they do sometimes, you know? Yeah.
1: But I mean, also, <laughs> I mean, it's not really that surprising. I mean, you have these three boys that can't seem to focus on anything and they ask them to do something and just expect that it gets done. Okay. And they never check it. <laughs> like, yeah. this is obviously much later and they're like what the hell they didn't do a good job uh, yeah and this surprises you you've lived with them your whole life I know. <laughs> why is this shocking to you
0: <laughs> wouldn't surprise me either yeah same. right just then Greg comes out Mike says to him say listen Gregory your mom your mom's not too happy at the he job don't you guys shit, did Mom's the sleeping bags <laughs> well what do you think dad Is like I oh, do fucking good enough to me <laughs> it's like so Carol adds, yeah, I think they need just a little more freshening up. Mike begins to tell him what the, what he needs to do. Greg interrupts and says, sure, I'd be glad to. Mike looks at him and says, huh? <laughs> Greg says, we'll do anything mom wants us to do. Mike and Carol look shocked, and Mike adds, you will? Carol adds, thank you, Greg, with a big smile. Greg says, no trouble, I'll get the guys, and he leaves, Mike seems concerned about his interest in the job.
1: Did it strike you well, that, that Carol is just reveling in Greg kissing her ass? Like she's enjoying <laughs> that ass kissing a little bit too much? Maybe this is residual from the last episode, but it's, yeah. I get the feeling like, ha, yeah. she's like, ha, that little fucker is finally kissing my ass. Like,
0: yeah, he's finally fucking listening to exactly, me, what I yeah. tell him to do. Yeah, I'm going to get control of this house one day. Yeah,
1: I feel like it's just feeding it. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) know. And also, like, at the end of that, Mike says something about uh, the food and asks, is all that food for the girls? That was the scene, right?
0: I don't remember.
1: Well, I mean, when he first comes out, he mentions something. He says, well, I wasn't sure if we were feeding the girls or, you know, if we." he says a military joke, but he says the word, I've always heard it pronounced depot. Like where where oh
0: I do remember him saying depot weird in this he episode. Depot like depot is yeah, like depot.
1: Depot's like a like a shot you get <laughs> <laughs> to not have a baby. Like your depot shot. That's what right. that is. That's depot. pervera That's something totally different.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that now.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he said but, that I'm like, what's oh, depot? What the, Depo? the hell's depot? But he must have mm. just read the script wrong and nobody corrected him.
0: <laughs> too scared to. He got yeah. done yelling at Sherwood Schwartz just before. <laughs> <laughs> the script supervisor's like, "Did he just fucking say depot?" He's like, "Yeah, he just
1: fuck it, just leave it. It's fine." It's like, "Fuck it, just let him have his daughter in the show and just, just go."
0: <laughs> his daughter's here. We're gonna keep the peace. He just got done yelling at Sherwood for a half an hour about, <laughs> about, about some other line that he had to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> Next, we see Marcia at school, and she's in the principal's office, where he is holding a piece of paper, and he says, Mr. Denton, oh, Mrs. Denton, sorry, found this in her room and uh, when she was cleaning up. What do you <laughs> think of this? He hands the paper to Marcia. She holds it up and sees it's a crude drawing of Mrs. Denton with a caption that reads, Mrs. Denton or a hippopotamus. <laughs> at the bottom of the page
1: that's so freaking awesome I don't know why I got so much enjoyment out of this I'm like that's amazing like that's totally something an elementary school kid would do
0: well she's in middle school oh middle school yeah
1: whatever it's all about
0: that adolescent humor Jimmy
1: god that was so funny
0: that's proof right there. You have adolescent humor. A okay. yeah. <laughs> middle schooler literally did a joke, and you laughed your ass off, as if like you never heard the joke before. <laughs> that
1: was so awesome, though. Uh,
0: you need to take your Playboy and go somewhere else. At the top <laughs> of the page has Marcia's name and class. The principal asks Marcia if that is her handwriting at the top. Marcia says yes, sir. The principal then asks if uh, she drew the picture. Marcia says yes, sir. But that's not Mrs. Denton. It's George Washington. (laughs) The principal looks confused and takes the paper back to look at it again and asks, George Washington? Marcia continues, there's a picture of him on the wall and I was copying it. The principal then asks about the writing about Mrs. Denton underneath it. Marcia says, I didn't write her name or that remark. The principal then asks, Marcia, I think you better explain. Marcia says, but I can't. I mean, I finished my work early in class, and I was doodling, and my name happened to be on the paper. I drew George Washington, um, but I didn't doodle. But I didn't doodle Mrs. Denton. The principal looks down <clears throat> at the paper and shakes his head and says, "This doesn't look like George Washington." Marcia says, "I guess I'm not a very good artist." He then goes on to say, "You expect me to believe?" that it's your paper, your name, your drawing, but you didn't write her uh, name or the remark? Marsha says, that's right, Mr. Randolph. He says, Marsha, I like to believe you. You've always been a good student, but what you're saying just doesn't sound logical. Marsha continues uh, to deny the principal goes on to say that this has happened before with other students. The principal says, I'm afraid you're going to have to be the example and you have to stay after school for one hour every day for a week. Marsha tries to deny, but he's not having it and sends her away and adds because you'll be staying after school. I will have to notify your parents.
1: Shoo! <laughs> I think it's, I think it's kind of messed up that they. um, that they, he flat out tells Marsha that she sucks at drawing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this name is Dennis This George Washington. You're telling me this is George Washington? Yeah. Right. You and he like asked her again. So what you're saying? This is George Washington? <laughs> and if, right. I mean, if
1: you look at the paper, you know, when she drew her name at the top, wrote her name at the top, it's it's obviously two different pencils, two different handwriting. Right. Fairly obvious. You know what I mean? And in it fact, did
0: kind of look like George Washington. I know the picture no, I that looks she's like talking Washington, about. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? And I said, no, I thought it looked like George Washington. I just, I, oh. I can't believe the principal is so like in your face about like, you think this shitty drawing is George Washington. Like, <laughs> it looks more like your ugly teacher. Like, I think it says more about what he thinks of the teacher than it does about, you know, right. what Marcia thinks of the teacher. But, right. And also like, like he, his argument is, well, that isn't logical. Like, does he really think middle school kids of all people are logical people? You know what I mean. <laughs> like, smart. we weren't logical in middle school. Like, no. Okay, I put this paper. Apparently, they don't give them lockers. Apparently, they just leave their shit in their desks until the next day. And is it really <laughs> no, I didn't shocking? Get that part of it, yeah. Is it really shocking that in six or seven periods, that somebody else took her paper out of her desk, wrote on it, and put it back? Is is that really shocking? I mean. Right, and then
0: later on, you know, when she's talking to Jan, Jan's like, uh, "Well, do you know who it is?" And I was like, "Well, it could be the person after me, or it could have been five other fucking kids that sit at that same desk too." You know,
1: sounds to me like the principal's a dumbass. Mm. I'm sorry, but I don't know how we ever got the principal.
0: I don't know. So next, we see Mike and Carol talking with Marcia in the family room. Carol says. As much as we hate to say it, I'm afraid you can't have your slumber party. Mike adds, Honey, that drawing may have seemed funny at the time, but you must have respect for your teachers. Marcia starts to cry and says, But I didn't do it. I never wrote Mrs. Denton's name on it or that stupid remark. Carol says, Your principal says you did, and he's a very responsible man, and he wouldn't punish you for nothing. Marcia says, You mean you'd rather believe him than me? Mike says that the picture was in her desk with her name on it and asked what else could Mr. Randolph think. Marcia says, you don't believe me. Um, you don't believe me either. And if you don't, I don't want to have a party or anything from you. ever. <laughs> and she runs out and Mike and Carol just look at each other.
1: We, we need to at some point we need to go through and just take one episode and like re-edit you know. it. You know what I mean? Like re-edit certain words. Because she could have been like, fuck you, and just walked out like and slammed the door. That's what it sounds like it should have happened. But I also put that she <laughs> wants to be a dinosaur, because it's an inside joke with us. Like,
0: <laughs> you right. I wish it was a dinosaur. <laughs> Cause that I'd be extinct? And then she runs upstairs and throws herself on the bed. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> All right, so this is where we take our next break. So Marcia has a big slumber party planned, but now the party is off due to a crude drawing she did of her teacher and the remark and her name or did she?
1: Maybe she didn't. I don't know.
0: Maybe she didn't. I will be back. Movies or comics
1: or video games
0: or just anything else nerdy.
1: Well, you should check out the Zing, Zing This podcast. podcast, and that's spelled Z E N G
0: This. And we have nerdy topics from comic book
1: reviews to in depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies, as well as video game discussions. Mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie?
0: Well, Podbean, of course.
1: You can also find us on iTunes. Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. podcast. Yeah.
0: So check us out. Once again, that is
1: Zing, Zing this.
0: this. And we're, we well, are back. I'm just messing with it's all good. Oh, boy. So, um, I believe now is the time for a trivia.
1: All right. Today's trivia is four questions. Okay. Okay. First question. What is... Marsha's best friend's name. Marsha's
0: best friend's name. Right. Is. Do I need first and last or yep. is first name good?
1: Oh, God. And this is specifically in the first scene that the girls are talking about the, the slumber party. She says, Okay. Blank, blank is my best friend. So you're talking about
0: Jen? Yeah. And she was. Played by Sherwood Schwartz's daughter. Right, but what's her last name? Um, Jen... I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Wilton. Jenny Wilton. I'm pretty sure I have it in the synopsis, and we'll you hear that later. But, yeah, you probably didn't. Ah, she's <clears throat>
1: cute, too, by the way. Well, side note, mm-hmm. she's kind of cute. Not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was really mean. Um the second question this is one of my typical questions that I always ask what color okay. is Carol's nightgown <laughs> huh. I'm just gonna shoot in the dark say pink cause nope.
0: she's been known to wear a pink nightgown light
1: on. green <clears throat> she busted out the Jeez. light green one for this episode
0: <laughs> was it flowy <laughs> <laughs> flowy yeah. as fuck F-A-F
1: <laughs> in the scene where um, Mike Brady goes into the room to talk to the boys to, to tell yeah. them spoiler alert to tell them that the the um, the party is back on what game yeah. what game is the boy's playing on the bed
0: Hmm. what game were they playing right oh, damn um i'm just going to guess and say well first of all was it ever said
1: no in you, the episode? it's, it's playing you see him playing
0: you just see it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to guess and say checkers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Boom. Sweet.
1: And the last one, I, I I had to pause this like three times to make sure I got it correctly. How okay. many girls total are at oh. the party?
0: I did this too. Did you? Especially with that overhead shot from the yeah. top of the stairs. Exactly. I paused it and was like one, two, three, yep. four. <clears throat> are you counting Jan, Cindy, and Marsha?
1: I I counted everybody in this specific specific scene that I counted, so yeah. Okay.
0: I think now the number I'm going to tell you, I can't remember if that was counting them or not. I can't remember either. I'm going to go with go with 14. That's what I got too. Yeah.
1: All right. Look at us. 50. It's better than we ever did in school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, a Biloxi Blues <laughs> reference. Maybe we should do a special episode about Biloxi Blues. <laughs> sure, that has nothing to do with not at all, but sure, but it has to do with nostalgia. <laughs>
1: and that kind of works.
0: It's true. It has to do with our nostalgia. So here's, we bring it up on the show all the time. So, so here's a
1: question: Have you ever been to a slumber party? Um. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, I've had some guys over, <laughs> not like that, Jimmy, <laughs> but like when and the truth <laughs> when comes <laughs> out, ladies. <laughs> I remember being a kid, this is before you and I met, and I remember I had a Friday the 13th party. I think it was in Cuz you're sixth not a real grade, big
1: I horror movie person now, right? Huh? You're not a huge horror movie person now, right? No. Yeah, so it's, not it's really really kind of my surprising. genre.
0: Yeah, it was Friday the 13th was coming up and and we were all I was excited I was like, "Mom, hey, we should have, I should have like a slumber party or whatever you call it for boys <laughs> and have some friends over spend the night and we can watch scary movies and stuff she's like okay so i think i had four friends over and uh we had uh we had a blast it was fun um mm. so
1: it is yeah. kind of funny that they still to this day call it a slumber party but kids don't say the word slumber like, it, like, <laughs> 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 like they don't say well i'm sorry karen i have to go i have to go slumber
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, right. that's like a term only used for the party. Which I was listening to a podcast recently, and I believe it was a podcast that's in this podcast network, nice. the 4th Hand Network. Um, little plug there. And they were saying they were talking about Bigfoot, and then they had referenced another name for Bigfoot is the Abominable Snowman.
1: That's that's and they the were eddy. talking that's about the term.
0: Bigfoot. Well, it's the same no, kind of creature, is just different. <laughs> but it's the same creature in different parts of the world so and they were taking the word abominable they're like right. you don't ever hear that word used other than the abominable snowman exactly. <laughs> right, know? right, right. like I don't even know what that word even means and I'm a wordsmith myself so hmm. I never bothered to look it up I don't you remember. don't hear it used anywhere else <laughs> so yeah that's true a fun fact. What about you? Have you ever been to a slumber party?
1: Um, well, me having an older sister, I w- I've been in the same scenario, only I didn't have two brothers to go play jokes on them with. Um, yeah. But I remember my, my sister having a slumber party, and she invited this younger g- girl, younger than her. She was our age. Um, And, and back then, I, w- I did Saturday morning bowling like a lot of people listening probably did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. For real. And this girl was... <laughs> no, I know you did. Yeah.
0: I was... <laughs> i was around during those times but and, just the i'm sure everybody listening can relate you know oh, I'm saturday sure. morning I'm, sure bowling. I'm not the you're only sure.
1: person that did saturday morning bowling um <laughs> and uh this girl was my my bowling coach's daughter which i'm sure i'm not the only one that's ever had a bowling coach okay um you're talking about charlene no no this was a girl named april and, oh, okay. Uh, this was before I had met you. And and I remember sitting in my room. I would just gotten a TV for Christmas. This is going back to like maybe 84, 83, ironically, <laughs> when my wife was born. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so I'm sitting there on my bed watching TV. And then this girl, April, comes walking and asking what I'm doing and just kind of hanging out in my room for a little bit. And I was, yeah. I was super nervous because this is the first time in my life I'd ever had a girl in my room. <laughs> So I just got really nervous and awkward and she finally she just left because I wasn't talking to her. Um, but yeah, that's like the only <laughs> slumber party experience I remember. So so you're telling the story that
0: you had a girl on your bed. No, she wasn't you on my were bed. She was just in my in. room. Okay. We had a girl in your room and you were thinking about, you know, stuff and your wife wasn't even born yet. That's true. That's <laughs> correct. <yeah. laughs> that's kind of cool. Actually, <clears throat> let
1: me think. <clears throat> No, I take that back. Megan was um, Megan uh, would have been f- three months, <laughs> three months and um, twelve days old. So three and a half months. So old. So what's the what's the age gap between the two? Nine years. Oh, nine. That's
0: alright. I mean, uh, when I, I have an ex-girlfriend that we had a ten-year age gap. So right, it's cool.
1: And this Not is so you know this is going to surprise. Um Jeff. But my wife's the <laughs> ma- my wife's the mature one. And I know that's shocking. But yeah.
0: <laughs> what do you think about that traitor, Jeff? Yeah, right. There you go.
1: Alright. So But be- before we get back in. Well before oh. we in the break, you were talking about us having a summer party with Ron. Yeah. Like, I don't remember that. <laughs> Is that the time? <laughs> I remember right. one time where the where the two of us slept over at your your apartment. Okay. This is when you lived over by mclarty Park and um okay I remember me and you sitting at your your kitchen table eating and Ron was was sitting on the floor for some reason and, <laughs> and you okay. walked past them. And with the palm of oh. your hand, smacked him on the forehead really super hard as you're walking to the kitchen, and me and you just lost <laughs> it. That was the funniest thing in the world. That's the only thing I remember about any of us spending the night at your house.
0: <laughs> Why did I just smack him in the head?
1: I have no idea. You Just because you thought it'd be oh, funny. come on.
0: Now, I don't remember doing this, but I'm sure it sounds like something I would do back then, but I do remember <laughs> you telling me this story before, and I thought I could, like, I mean, I guess you forgot, but you said that I went... Like heal by Jesus oh, or something making, like that.
1: No, 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 no. You said baptize. That's what you said. You smacked him on the forehead oh, and went baptized? baptize like that. Like yeah, like you were baptizing him. <laughs> okay, it's
0: weird, Ron. If you remember, um, sorry, Ron. I not... Sorry, Ron. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, ready to get back into it. I am ready. <clears throat> we're getting to the juicy stuff here. It's a party. Oh, yeah. oh well, when we left off. Marsha had a slumber party planned with a bunch of girls from school. Sorry, school. And the boys were planning on pranking them. But now it looks as if the party is off because Marsha may have been framed for a crime she didn't commit. Let's get back into it. So later that evening, Mike and Carol are in the bedroom discussing. Mike is pacing in the room and shaking his head and says, it's not like her, honey. Sorry, it's not like her honey i've never <laughs> seen her so adamant what
1: no, i'm just laughing because like in our notes you know uh, you know pull the wool you know away for a minute you know in our notes yeah. we, you know we both go by the same notes and it's <laughs> there's a comma right there it, just the way you read it cuz you, you <laughs> went to the next line and you didn't see the last word it was just yeah. funny <laughs> go ahead no, sorry
0: it's not like her honey i've never i've never seen her so adamant Carol agrees and says, That's one thing about Marsha. If she's wrong, she admits it. Mike adds, The slumber party isn't the problem. It's the fact that we don't believe her. Carol asks Mike, Do you think Mr. Randolph could be mistaken? Mike lights up and says, Well, there's one way to find out. So the next day, Mike is sitting in Mr. Randolph's office inspecting the drawing. And the name and the remark... (laughs) (laughs) Mike says, well, I can't vouch for the drawing or what's printed underneath, but there's no doubt about the class and the name. He hands it back to Mr. Randolph and says, it's Marcia's handwriting all right. Mr. Randolph says, there was only one conclusion I could reach, Mr. Brady. Mike adds, well, I understand. It's just that Marcia was so upset. I had to come speak to you. Mr. Randolph goes on to say how much, how Marcia has always been an excellent student, but he has but he does have to give discipline. Mike says he agrees. Mike then gets up and thanks Mr. Randolph for his time. Mr. Randolph says, Thank you, I wish more parents would take the time to get involved. Mike then stops for a second and says, By the way... Which just kind of reminded me of, like... (laughs) Did you ever watch old, like, Columbo? Mm, A little bit, yeah. Peter Falk, you know? He always did that, like, he would go out to, like question somebody about a crime or something <laughs> he always acted dumb and acted like he was like oh see so you make fish hooks here you know it's like tell me how you do that and he always acted dumb right and right. I was like oh that's a." and then as he was leaving he'd always go oh yeah one more thing you know and then he would always ask a question about <laughs> something about the crime and that would always like he'd always get clues that way this kind of reminds me of that but okay. you know and they always by the way would you mind if I kept that? Pointing to the drawing. And the name and the remark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they always referred to it. <laughs> Mr. Randolph says, Of course not. Which I was kind of shocked that like he let him keep it. You know, it's like right. you no, know, this is like evidence. Like yeah, yeah, no, exactly, this, yeah. I'll make a copy of it for you. That's fine. But <clears throat> um
1: I guess back then it was so Remember those?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I'm making ditto. (laughs) Mike begins to walk out and then asked uh, what we're all thinking. Uh, Mr. Randolph, does Mrs. Denton really look like that? (laughs) Mr. Randolph looks down and says, unfortunately, yes. (laughs) Mike awkwardly smiles and walks out. So,
1: two things I noticed. One is, Mike's suit looks fairly modern. Like, I don't know if you remember, but it's a gray, I'm not going to say plaid, but it's a a dark gray suit, you know, with white, you know, pinstripe squares on it kind of thing. Like a plaid, but Hmm. pinstripe. Um, And then he's wearing like a gray shirt with a black and gray tie, and it looks surprisingly modern. Um, Even Hmm. the way it's it's tailored with the the collars and stuff, it looks fairly modern. I was kind of surprised. I don't know why. But also, like... Isn't it? Isn't it kind of messed up? Like, it's kind of a fat joke, right? That that the principal automatically assumed and believed that it was the teacher. You know what I mean? Like, And then you find out in this that she, okay, she probably is a little heavier, which, okay. But it's kind of messed up that the principal was like, well, she's fat. And that picture's fat, so obviously it has to be the teacher. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just thought that was kind of messed up that he kind of...
0: Yeah, and that's why Mike asks the tough question, you know, is this what she really looks like? He's like, fuck yeah. Fucking spitting image.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, if I was Mike, I would have got, you know, a little suspicious right then. Like, okay, well, I mean, you're pretty quick to say she's overweight, man. Like, (laughs) you sure it's not just you just seeing her in this picture?
0: (laughs) So later, Mike and Carol are in Mike's den inspecting the drawing. Carol says... It could be George Washington. Mike agrees and says she admits she drew the picture, but no, but anybody could have done the printing. Mm. Carol then asks Mike what he thinks. Mike says, "I think an understandable mistake, and yeah, understandable. I think an understandable mistake has been made, and we ought to take Marcia's word for it." Carol agrees. Mike goes on to say how there is no way to prove it to Mr. Randolph. Carol asks Mike about the slumber party. Mike says, "As far as I'm concerned, the punishment at home is off. Let's have the party." Carol says that she'll tell her. Mike says, "And I'll tell General Custer to get her boots and saber out for
1: the saber out of mothballs." They laugh and leave. In my opinion, this is too little, too late. You know, like, like <laughs> I don't know how your parenting. Well, I know how your parenting style is, but I mean, in in relation to this. I don't know how your parenting style is, but like with with my kids, you know I'm very much an advocate. I remember my mom telling me when I was an adult, you know she said that the hard. Well, I was a teenager. She said the hardest part is going to be having to see your parents as people and not as your parents. And she said the time's going to come where you're going to have to do that. And sure enough, when she got sick, I had to. And so I'm I'm a big advocate of that with my kids. And you know I I have anxiety problems and stuff. I know it's shocking. <laughs> um and so what I tell my kids is, you know, if you think that I'm just overreacting to something because I need to, you know, like take, take a moment or whatever, like you owe it to me to tell me that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I was just a little disappointed that she didn't feel like she could speak up and say, you know, well she did speak up and say, Well, she didn't do it and I was kinda disappointed that parents didn't believe her. I don't know. So in my opinion, this is too little too late
0: i don't quite see it that way i see it more as like okay you've been accused of a crime let's halt everything and let's investigate and look into it which they did they actually took the time to go down there talk to them look at the evidence question the evidence um and then come home and make a decision and then once they decided you know what i think she is telling the truth fuck it back on you know yeah they didn't have to they could have said no you fucking did this shit fuck it you're done and then not do anything after that.
1: True, but it's not like she's... Um, she doesn't seem like the type of kid that openly makes fun of other people for how they look.
0: You know what I mean? No, like, that's why they were so surprised. Yeah, yeah, and
1: so, I don't know. It's just when, when she reacted the way she did and said she didn't do it, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of disappointed in them as parents that they didn't trust their kid. I don't know. Hmm. You know if, if the shoe yeah. was on the other foot, I mean, we, we do homeschool, but if the shoe was on the other foot, I would believe my kids before I believe the teacher but then also at the same time, I would have have a talk with my kids and let them know. Now, if I step up to bat for you with your teacher and I'm and and you're te- you're not telling me the truth and I'm wrong, then that much trust is going to come away. You know what I mean? Like the analogy yeah. I use with my kids is, you know, if I have a big container of water and I pour it onto the ground, you know, how easily can you get all that water back into the container, clear all the way to the top? And that's kind of what what trust is too. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't mean yeah. to have a parenting lecture on this, but just more and more I'm starting to be disappointed in Carol and Mike. I don't think they're very good parents.
0: <laughs> Alright. So, cutting up to the girls' room, and we see Marcia sitting at her desk, lost in thought, and looking sad. Jan and Cindy are on their beds. Carol comes in and says, Marsha? Marsha says, the fuck do you want homewrecker? <laughs> no, she didn't say that. Carol says, uh, your father and I just had a little talk. We don't know what happened at school, but we think there has been a mistake. We believe what you said about the picture and the name and the remark. (laughs) (laughs) Marcia looks up at Carol and smiles and says, thanks, Mom. Carol goes on to say, which I got to hand it to Marcia here because she was like, so I can have the party then? She was just like happy that they believe her. And that was it. She was going to let it go right there. And then she goes, Oh, and you can still uh you'll still have to go to, along with your punishment school, but the slumber party is still on again. And the girls all cheer and hug her.
1: See, if I was Marsha, like I would have held a grudge, man. She'd have been like, Hey, <laughs> what look, we be- you wouldn't
0: have held a grudge. I know, I, mean, I know it's shocking.
1: I never hold grudges. <laughs> but like when they're like, Oh, we were talking and you know, we believe you, I would have been like And? <clears throat> Get out of my room. (laughs) I really don't (laughs) want to hear it right now. I'm still kind of irritated that you, you know, immediately trusted a stranger over your own daughter. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, but they're, they're admitting
0: fault and apologizing, and they believe her now. So, I mean, what more could you want?
1: Yeah, I guess, but I
0: don't know. Yeah. We cut to the boys in their room and they overhear the girls' excitement. Just then, Mike comes in and says, Hey, boys, I just want to let you know the summer party is on again. The boys say, It is? Hooray! Mike looks dumbfounded at them and says, Well, I hardly expected that reaction. Peter says, Well, we're kind of looking forward to it. Bobby agrees. Mike seems like he knows that they're up to something and asks, Oh, you are? Greg says, Oh, well what they mean is, we're looking forward to the girls having a good time. Mm-hmm. Mike says that they're very nice, that's very nice of them. Peter adds that they'll do anything to help the party along. Uh, yeah. Bobby adds, yeah, anything. And he giggles. Yeah. Mike looks suspicious and asks what is so funny. Peter just says, that dumb Dota laughs at anything. <laughs> Mike is suspicious <laughs> and walks out. <laughs>
1: yeah, but let me... <laughs> Okay, like this is going to sound bad, but I couldn't help okay. I couldn't help but check out Mike's pants when he was walking out. And those nice. are some of the tightest pants I think I've ever seen a man wear. Those pants are tight, yo. Seriously, well, they, they have, like, were like really skinny tight. jeans on what? They were like skinny like suit pants. <laughs> like unusually skinny, even for that time period. I thought they were too skinny.
0: <laughs> I didn't notice. So, yeah. <laughs> So the girls are in their room getting ready for bed. They talk about how they are excited the party is back on. Marsha adds how she's happy that Mike and Carol believe her now, but it still sucks that she has to stay after school for something she didn't do. Cindy says, I wonder who did it. Marsha says, I've been thinking about that. I've got English in the next to the last period in the afternoon. So I figured whoever used my desk for the last period might be the one. Note that she says, might be the one. Once again, we have a might thing here. Jen says, hey, yeah, that's the only one it could be. Cindy asks if she knows who it is. Marcia squints her eyes in anger and says, Jenny Wilton. There you go. Boom. (laughs) Jen says, Jenny Wilton? She's your best friend. Boom. Marcia corrects her. She was my best friend. Jen asks, what's she going to...
1: <clears throat> what she's gonna do Marcia stands up and says I'll show ya okay didn't Marcia pull this same crap last season remember the whole <laughs> thing what? where what was it she had a zit or something it was supposed to be prom night or something and like she thought somebody wanted to take her to prom because he felt sorry for her oh because she had braces braces that's what it was Yeah, yeah and she pulled the exact same thing like flying off the handle before she knew the whole story <laughs> and, like, really super hurting somebody's face. How does this girl have any friends left at all? Because she's so <laughs> mean to everybody. Like, as soon as something doesn't go her way, she lashes out at people, and, like, she goes for the throat, man. Like, she really, really lashes out at people. So she's pretty nasty.
0: <clears throat> it's weird that a pretty white girl with blonde hair is lashing out at people <laughs> and so dismissive yeah, right. of her friends. <clears throat> <clears throat> Next, we see Marsha on the phone with Jenny. Jenny Wilton is played by Hope Juber, daughter of Sherwood Schwartz. Boom. (laughs) Uh, Marsha says to her, I called about the slumber party I'm having tomorrow night. Jenny says, I can hardly wait. Marsha says, well, it's only for my friends. Jenny says, sure. I'm your friend, Marsha. Marsha says, not anymore, you're not. So consider yourself uninvited. And she hangs up on her. Jenny on the other hand or on the other end seems very confused and upset.
1: <laughs> How much would it suck having that phone call? Like I started thinking about it watching this and I watched back okay. the scene again like thinking about it from from Jenny's perspective like she doesn't know anything of what's going on. Like like spoiler alert, mm-hmm. she has no clue what the hell's going on. And all of a sudden to get this phone, it would be like you calling me and be like, "Hey, I'm really excited about, I'm calling about my bachelor party or whatever. I'd be like, yeah, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> well, it's only for my friend, you know, and you just lashing out at me and me having no clue what the <laughs> hell you're talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was just, it's kind of a funny <laughs> premise because it would suck so bad.
0: <laughs> All right. So now it is party time, Jimmy. Yay. We see Marcia in Martian living room with 12 or 13 girls. This is before I counted them. Along with Jan and Cindy, the girls are screaming and making tons of noise. Marcia brings over a bowl of chips to the group from the table. They all lean into the bowl of chips and devour them as if it's a virgin sacrifice <laughs> for an unholy deity. <laughs> we cut to Alice looking in on them, covering her ears. <laughs> there was a lot of screaming going on. Yeah, for there it. was. Right? Weirdness. Can you imagine
1: how horrible it would have been to shoot this.
0: God. Oh. it's probably like that by itself. They didn't have... Like, we're trying to get quiet to just fucking roll tape. Go. Roll. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, and this is kind of a, a tangent a little bit, but I don't know if you saw... Um, uh, recently, they did a... By, via Zoom, they did a, um, uh, a reunion of the Goonies.
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: And they said... Um, they had an interview with the director and everything like that, and um, the director said at the end of it, he was just... Beside himself, he said he loved the kids to death, but when you get that many kids together, Mm -hmm. he said they were all just—they were too much to handle. So he had made a comment to somebody on set and said, "You know, I can't wait to go to my house in Hawaii and just relax after this, because I've—I've had enough Mm -hmm. of these kids. I love them to death, but." So as soon as he left, (laughs) they arranged to have all the kids flown to Hawaii, and they were all waiting in his house for him (laughs) when he got there. (laughs) Which is kind of messed up. You're talking.
0: you're talking back in the '80s, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. And so they had all the <laughs> so, kids
1: waiting in his living room for him, and one of them, two of them, were laying in his bed, like in his bedroom and stuff. And they just did it because they <laughs> thought it was funny, but the kids had no idea why this was funny. Like they were kind of the butt of the <laughs> joke, and they didn't know why. It just it, I don't know. I found that kind of funny.
0: So were all the kids there for this Zoom thing?
1: Yeah, the whole cast was.
0: Whole cast, like yeah, more except Clinton for people that died. And, yeah. Who died?
1: The mom died. And the... the oh, well the, she's not one of the kids. The ogre but, or whatever his name is. Like,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he died a long time ago. But they um, had the
1: two guys that were the criminals. They were there. The entire, All the kids were there. Oh, wow. yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Josh Brolin was there? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Martha Plimpton? Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Damn. The kid who played Data? <laughs> yeah. He sounds exactly huh. the same. but if you look it up it was um, the guy that played Olaf in Frozen yeah he's the one that organized it so when you look it up what
0: about are you talking about Josh Gad or no uh yeah he's the one that organized it yeah they even have like Carrie Green was there yeah really Mm mhm is she still hot or what Mm, not really huh Interesting, I have to check that out. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: There, there was talk of a Goonies 2 forever, but I don't know what happened Yeah, that. they, 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 they had Steven
1: Spielberg it. on there as well, and um, he was talking about that, and he said they just couldn't get a script that was good. He said the script always kind of sucked, so they, didn't, they decided not to do it.
0: Well, why couldn't they just settle for, good enough for me? <laughs> it's
1: good enough. I don't know, I guess when, um, <laughs> when you have Steven Spielberg involved, that's not going to work.
0: <laughs> well that's like this Five Nights at Freddy's movie they can't fucking mm. figure out a script for it right because the the guy who invented the game fucking Scott
1: mm.
0: Cahan or whatever his name is Caw- Cawthon, anyway he can't fu- he's already like rewritten the script like five times mm. like they wrote a script and then he was like eh, nah, it's okay and then like threw it away and started over again <laughs> did another one he can't he's not ha- he can't even put it out he's like look I want the script to be good and I don't I don't won't settle if this thing never comes out because I can't find a good script then it's not going to come out but it'll take as long
1: as
0: (laughs) well I don't think it's just him I think it's him and like one or two other people but I mean this is like a major motion picture this has got like you know it's got Chris Columbus's name on it you know he's famous for like gremlins and you know shit like that he did the
1: Goonies too I believe
0: he I think he did I think you're right
1: um, he was
0: on that interview. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got way off tangent here. Yes, so sorry. <laughs> where are we at? So Alice is now pushing Mike and Carol out the door to go have a good time um, and assures them that she will be fine. Mike then adds, hey, where are the boys? Carol says that they're all studying. Mike says studying on a Saturday night. Maybe you ought to take their temperature. <laughs> Carol just pulls Mike out the door. Kind of reminds me of last week's episode. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: last time they tried to go out, they had to take his temperature, too. It's weird.
0: (laughs) And uh, he was pushing Alice out the door. This time, Alice Mm -hmm. is pushing him out the door, so. Later, a random girl says to the group, Hey, guys, let's play Ha. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. When I first heard that, I was like, What the fuck did you just say? So... They all agree, so now the girls lay down in a circle with each other's heads on the girl next to them's stomach, and they just all start laughing.
1: Hey, Jimmy, do
0: you remember when you and I used to play hot all the time?
1: I do, yeah, and we used to have to take turns because there's only two of us. We couldn't make a circle.
0: Yeah. And so, after this, I was like, is it, what the fuck is hot? Like, first of all, question did you know what the hell ha was
1: after they did it i'm like okay i I guess i could see really young kids doing this you know what i mean like elementary school kids doing this but not middle school kids
0: okay so i looked it up i looked into this and i was like is this a real fucking thing so i went to I googled ha game whatever and then it came up with a video and so the video was kind of funny. It was like this older guy, like, probably his, like, 50s or late 50s or whatever, and he was like, so, if you're ever in a party, here's a fun game to play. It's called Ha, or Ha-Ha-Ha. It's, it's got different names, but it's just however many Ha's you want to put in it. But <laughs> yeah. mostly it's just called Ha. He's like, what you do? And I guess he had his kids or friends or whatever playing the game together. There was four of them. And they were all, like, in their 20s. <laughs> so... It was like a girl like laying down on the floor, and then another girl laying down also with her head on her stomach, right? Right. I got a picture of this. And then another person laying down with her head on her stomach, and then there was a guy laying down with his head on the first girl's stomach or the second. So it looked kind of like a swastika kind of a look okay. to it if you're looking that. overhead. Okay. So, um,. And then, like, the game is played by the first person going, ha. Right. And then the second person goes, ha, ha. And the third one goes, ha, ha, ha. And then it, like, keeps just going up until it's, like, you know, you got, like, 12. Ha, 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 ha. And I guess it just ensues laughter.
1: Well, because, I mean, if you think about it, if, if I had my head on your belly and you went, ha, like, your yeah. diaphragm would tighten and my head would jerk up.
0: Right, so, right. Yeah. And so they were showing these guys, these four adults playing this, and it was just them just all fucking laughing. That's all it was. It was just like and it wasn't any kind of like and somebody trying to go, ha ah, and then they would all start laughing again. And then I was like, Okay. So, you know, Marsha says, Let's play ha huh? or somebody goes, Let's play ha. Huh? She's like, Okay. And they all lay down, there's just a bunch of giggling, and then Marsha jumps up, Okay, let's play
1: something else. I'm yeah, like, right. yeah. That was it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck just happened? Well, did you notice that when she stood up, she stood <laughs> when she stood up? Well,
0: she did a fuck up, right? She fucked up. She or stood
1: on the potato chips. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> that was kind of adorable too. No, because so like pointing Jan, at
1: confidence It was funny.
0: Yeah, because Jan had fucked up a line a while back, and that was kind of cute. And you know, they left it. In. And this is the same kind of thing. It was kind of cute. She like steps on the chips. All the girls laugh at her, and she was like, eh, she kind of just laughs it off and continues. I so thought that was pretty good. That was good.
1: Well, plus there's there's two rules that at least I was, I had thought growing up with, with these, and that's yeah. for one like the first person to go to sleep. Is supposed to have their underwear, ran underwater, and then put it in the freezer.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> but if you're wearing the underwear... Well, no, the that underwear work? you
1: change into the next day. Like, they get the underwear oh, out of your clothes gotcha. that you change into tomorrow morning, oh, get it wet, put okay. it in the freezer. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and that actually happened at my sister's slumber party. It was actually kind of funny. Until the girl started crying. That's a long story. Um... Second, aren't they supposed <laughs> to have a pillow fight and make out? Like, did they cut that scene out?
0: I don't know. I was wondering about that too. I was like, when does the pillow fight happen? When do they yeah. all make out? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, yeah, I was really confused too. Are any of
1: the any of the, the 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 people listening, uh, write us and tell us what's going on with that. Like, are we missing something? Are we wrong? I mean, I, know, I that never happened to me in tax slumber parties, but I mean, it's supposed to happen at all the other ones.
0: Yeah. Huh weird yeah right yeah yeah so then marcia stands up and says that they should play a different game the girl next to her suggests they play truth or dare
1: this the girls agree what that they're gonna play truth or that shocked me i never thought i'd see an episode of the brady bunch where they play truth or dare (laughs) Like i didn't even know this game existed back then
0: (laughs) god yeah uh the girls agree and marcia says that she'll go first So, first of all, there's a lot of different ways to play truth or dare, and I've never played it like this, and I think this is actually how it should be played. I never thought about it like this Yeah, we
1: always played um, truth, dare, double dare, promise, or repeat. You remember that?
0: Thank you. Yes.
1: Thank you. Yeah, because there was truth. Okay, the truth is kind of boring. That's for wussies. Dare means, you know, you dare somebody to do it and they don't really have to. They can choose not to. If you choose double dare, you absolutely have to do whatever they say. Like, there is no turning around. You have to. Um, mm-hmm. promise means it's kind of lame promise means you know like the next day at school I promise you know next day tomorrow at school I'm going to ask so and so out um, and then repeat you had to repeat after somebody like I'm a loser yeah. right <laughs> that kind of yeah mean. yeah so I'm, I'm checking. Right, it was always already, like but,
0: yeah. yeah and it was always like okay truth dare double dare promise to repeat and you're like um truth and be like okay do you like uh, care of time you know whatever and then it'd be like yeah and you know and that was it but right that's how I've always had played it, and I always thought this is kind of dumb because it's like you just always pick the easy one, and yeah. you're safe, you know. It's like I dare do you to call this is- and out. yeah, <laughs> so- <laughs> it's probably his adolescent humor. Um, so I think this is actually the real way to play it. I think agree, this yeah. makes the most sense so. Um, Marcia says, "I'll go first. Well, this hold on a Paula. second, like
1: just to backtrack for the people that don't listen, because in the opening you say, "You know, feel free to listen. Uh, you don't have to, but it might be funnier if you do." Well, this is one of those times where they're yeah. missing out if they don't. Um, so the way they play it is, um, uh, he had asked. She is. She's asked first, um, a truth, right? And if she doesn't want to answer the truth, then she has to take the dare. Right. Right. And so I guess it starts off. Where everybody gets the truth. Is it true that you're a loser or whatever? Well, I don't want to answer that. Okay, then you have to take the dare. So that, that's what tax right. referring to.
0: Right. So she goes, um, Marcia says she'll go first, and Marcia says, Paula, who's the cutest boy you know, right. truth or dare? Paula then says, while giggling with no surprise, Greg Brady. <laughs> and all the girls now loudly giggle and cackle. Paula then says that it's her turn to ask. She looks at Ruthie and says, "Truth or Dare."
1: Is this the, Have you ever been? Is this the girl that Greg thinks is hideous?
0: Yeah, like she's not hideous at all. She's no. kind of cute. Yeah. Um, she looks at Ruthie and says, "Truth or Dare? Have you ever been kissed by Hank Holman?" <laughs> Ruthie looks nervous and says, "Well, I'll take the dare."
1: Paula wow. says, what "Okay." Something to hide? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. You have to go upstairs. And see what Marcia's brothers are doing. Once again, the girls all cackle. Right. And <laughs> if he had anything here, says oh, I'm Ruthie, sorry. "What the <laughs> fuck?"
1: <laughs> I wasn't made that shit. Um, yeah, what what the hell kind of name is Ruthie? <laughs>
0: it's an old fat lady, I think. I don't know. Ruthie,
1: Ruthie. I mean, That's obviously, weird. I've heard Ruth, but I've never heard Ruthie as a nickname for Ruth. Yeah. Usually nicknames are shorter. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is adding another, whole other syllable to the name Ruth. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Ruthie is nervous to go alone and asks Karen if she should go with her. Karen says, Not me. <laughs> and by the way, this is Robert Reed's daughter, Karen. Right. right. So the blonde hair that. Yeah. yeah okay. She's like, Not me. She had like the one line. Yeah. Not me. I see why she only got one line. So Marcia then decides to go with her. Because there's nothing funnier them than
1: the, the sister going.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> but you're happy as shit that she's going because you don't have to do it by yourself now. Right.
1: Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying Does is it, it would have been funnier if somebody else would have went. There's nothing right, funny for about sure. a girl it's going to like, see what her brother's doing.
0: Like, that's stupid. I know. It's <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Like, we're just sitting here and like, okay, it was a dare. So, like, well, I... Did they also dare you to go to the kitchen and get a glass of water? Right, right. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. Greg, been like, get Dairs? out! <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as they make their way to the top of the stairs, Greg jumps out, dressed in a white sheet with a mask on, and scares them. They all shriek and run down the stairs, where all the girls are shrieking. Marcia says how she just thinks it was Greg, and just as the girls calm down, Alice enters the room and says. Hot dogs, anyone? The girls all scream with excitement and run over to, to the hot dogs. <clears throat> Sorry. Next, one of the girls goes back to the sleeping bags, moves a blanket, and screams, ah, did you a notice, spider!
1: Did you notice when she kneels what? down, she's holding the hot dog in her hand upside down. Right? <laughs> she's not even holding it, so obviously none of these have any kind of condiments on whatsoever, right? Because right. almost all the girls are holding them upside down. They're just holding them like it's a cell phone, right? They're just holding it. And this girl, like, not only does she put it down on the, the sleeping bag, but she, like, partially puts her weight on it, too, because she's she has to prop herself up to move the, the, beam, the, the, the uh, sleeping bag. Sleeping bag. To reveal the spider. Yeah. So she's, like, squishing this hot dog in her hand because she's, like, has it wedged between her body weight and the floor I, don't know, I just thought it was funny if you look at this scene how all the girls are handling the hot dogs they're handling them as props you could tell they have no intention on it, ever eating them it's just kind of
0: fun. <laughs> Gotcha. so she moves a blanket and screams ah a spider a big hairy spider the girls all run over but alice sees it and laughs and picks it up to reveal it's fake marcia shakes her head and says my brother's <laughs> Alice just then remembers, oh, I forgot the potato salad. And then she walks back to the kitchen and opens the fridge to reveal the iconic skull in the fridge with the flashy lights. Mm-hmm. I say iconic because it's kind of a... You've seen it a lot if you... Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. If you're a Brady Bunch watcher, you yeah. know what that mm-hmm. is. So, um, Alice sees it and jumps. The girls all run in. Alice says, oh, nothing, I just lost my head. Mm-hmm. Or... Found some (laughs) homebodies or found somebody's head. Uh, nothing, I'll be right in. She shoos them away. Peter then walks in and apologizes to Alice. She just awkwardly laughs.
1: Did you notice that Marsha has one black friend?
0: (laughs) Well, I did notice that it seemed like all the races were kind of like represented here.
1: Yeah, so I mean, for a show that this would have been what 71. I can't remember what year 70, yeah. So I mean 70. that's I I don't know. I, I was kind of surprised for that time frame.
0: Well, yeah, I mean he had like the black friend, I think there was an Asian girl there, yeah, but, I, I mean, think there did was they like
1: think back then, think of like that back then.
0: Like diversity, yeah. I'm sure. For sure. Hmm,
1: okay. But you know
0: who wasn't who was uninvited? Um Jennifer, the redhead, the redhead.
1: That's true. Fucking yeah, right.
0: racist. Yeah, yeah. See.
1: Yeah, hmm. probably afraid they get sunburned or pissed about something <laughs> I'm so sorry that's, <laughs> that's so messed up.
0: Oh you can't come goodness. why because I'm a redhead yep <laughs> <laughs> oh man
1: <laughs> but I don't know why that that struck me like that because I'm trying to think of other TV shows that came out about the same time uh, I know the movie Godspell came out around that time um, and that had a lot of diversity in it too but, like, Annie mm. Griffith and stuff, you didn't see a lot of black people on Andy Griffith, did you? Oh, no, his aunt was ba- was black, right? Who? No. <laughs> she wasn't. The aunt on there, she wasn't black, was she?
0: Just because it was a black and white TV show, Jimmy, doesn't mean that.
1: <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, other TV shows <clears throat> that came around the same time, like, I don't think they thought about diversity like that. Because even Archie Bunker was later <sighs> in the 70s.
0: Yeah, Archie Bunker was different because, I mean, there was a lot of racism on that show, but that was but kind of part of the a, fun. No,
1: that's that's a misnomer. There wasn't... I mean, Archie Bunker was not a racist show.
0: No, he wasn't a racist... Sh- like, it wasn't a racist show, but his character was a little racist. Right, right, right. But, it, like, in a fun way, not like, like he was an asshole and get that, get that black person out of my house. Like, he wasn't mm. like that, but... um, Now, if you think about different strokes, which... I know it came out a little bit later, mm-hmm. not so much nineteen seventy but there was a lot of diversity in that show was, obviously yeah. you know rich white guy adopts two black kids so right.
1: but I mean to to think okay, we have to have the token black guy and the token Asian girl kind of thing that's what I'm talking about like i I was surprised to see it this early,
0: yeah, no for sure, yeah, I know what you mean, I think they consciously did it though to show yeah, diversity yeah, yeah. so. But, I mean at this time I don't time think there was period, anything that was pressed on for the network or anything.
1: I mean this time period well. unf- and as, as unfortunate as it is, at this time period I think if you were to make a McDonald's commercial and have a black family eating cheeseburgers, I think you'd get the looks like what? You know what I mean? So to, to <laughs> see it in this was kind of surprising. I don't know. In a good way, don't get me wrong. I wasn't like what the hell is this? You know, I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> I like that, I but I was just kind of surprised to see it, like wow, that's I mean, maybe it's not Hmm. progressive. I've kind of found it to be, but
0: (laughs) what's your note here? That says name had condiments.
1: Oh no, I meant no one had condiments.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. You already said, okay. (laughs) So later on, we see the boys in the family room, all wearing masks. Greg asks what the girls are doing now. Bobby says they're about to turn off the lights and tell ghost stories. (laughs) Greg then huddles with the boys and says, okay, this is it—the real action Don't now. Don't get
1: scared. Now. Sorry.
0: So now, the lights have gone down low. Oh shit! Oh the yeah. comes on. <laughs> Sorry. The girls settle in for some ghost stories. Meanwhile, the boys are dressed up and getting into place. Jam begins to tell a ghost story to the group. Here we go. Don't get scared, Jimmy. Okay. Slowly she started down the hall. Spider webs everywhere. Then she came to the door. The door to the room from which she had been forbidden to go. Slowly she opened the door. Meanwhile Bobby is outside and begins to make a howling noise. The girls jump and ask what that was. The girls get really nervous. Just then, Cindy complains that she's starting to feel itchy all over. All the girls stand up and begin to start scratching everywhere. They scream for Alice. When she arrives, Marcia deduces that the boys put itching powder in the sleeping bags. Alice suggests that they all need to go wash it off. Everybody upstairs. Let's go. The girls all run upstairs to shower. Apparently, and suddenly, together the part with of Alice. the
1: party more interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Greg knew what he was doing. Greg does. Yeah, that right. Because Greg's got like a he's got like GoPros and shit all in that on the shower, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking hidden in there. That's funny. Yeah, because it's right. I mean, he probably has a has a hole, you know, through the door or something. Don't forget, they got to go through his bedroom to get there. Well, maybe not, but you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Why, in the kitchen, when the boys are leaving, after Alice goes, would you guys like a hot dog? And they go, thanks, Alice. Why did they go into her bedroom? <laughs> now, I'm starting to... I think
0: there's that hallway that goes from there to behind the staircase in the living room. I think
1: maybe I don't right know. I don't
0: know I get so confused with back because last time we saw like a delivery boy come out of her bedroom apparently yeah. but I don't know it's confusing that part of the house they don't show it that much well, like so. another
1: thing is they didn't put sleeping they didn't put itching powder in their clothes they put itching powder in their sleeping bag so right. why are all the girls itching through their clothes
0: <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Can't answer that. <laughs> Alright, so as the girls run upstairs, she begins to talk to Paula and and says how she's going to get the boys back for this. Paula says, I like jokes. <laughs> this is a weird thing. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Like the one we pulled on Mrs. Denton. Marcia says, we... Paula says, yeah, you drew the picture and I wrote the funny line. You know about the hippo? Marcia says, you did that? Paula says, yes. Marcia starts to get mad and says, funny? I got punished for that. Paula says, punished? You did? Marcia goes on to explain um, her after school punishment and explains how she almost didn't have a party because of it. Paula then says, gee Marcia I'm sorry I didn't mean for anyone to, to see that except you Marcia says well that <clears throat> well they did alright Mrs. Denton found it and turned it into the principal Paula says I didn't know what I didn't know that would it help if I went to Mr. Randolph and explained Marcia smiles and says that'd be
1: great just then Mike and Carol walk in hold on time out, time out yeah Marcia was such a bitch to her best friend Jenny about this yeah and this girl Paula gets off the hook that easily
0: well as Paula was very quick well first of all she gave Paula a chance to talk which Jenny didn't get a chance right. to talk so Paula's like holy shit I didn't know you got in trouble I didn't know that I was only meant for just you to see that in which she was very sincere and she was like oh oh shit you know
1: But at this point, nothing has changed because she called Jenny to uninvite her to the party. So at that point, the party was still going on. So nothing has changed. She should still be equally as mad.
0: Yeah, I mean, she did get mad at her, but then Paula had a chance to defend herself, and
1: yeah, but with Jenny, Jenny she just didn't went for get the that throat man. Like she was so mean. Yeah. to poor Jenny, man. She was like, "Fuck, you can Seriously. fucking suck
0: my dick," and she was like, "Fuck, suck my Brady dick." Like, and, I was, you know, I was
1: kind of expecting, like, and not in a joking way, but in a serious way, I <sighs> was expecting Marsha to be like, "Get the fuck out. You need to go home. Like, get the fuck out of my yeah. house. I can't believe you did this. You hurt a lot of people. Get the fuck out of my house." But instead, she's like, "Exactly, oh, it's okay. Come on, let's go shower together."
0: Like, what? okay. All, right. <laughs> all the other girls are up there. Yeah. So as I was reading, I was thinking about Mrs. Denton. Okay, because right. she was like, uh, Mrs. Denton found it and then turned it into the principal. Like, what the fuck? Like, so you imagine you being a teacher, right? Right. And then you happen upon a picture of a drawing of like. Uh, Let's say a fat guy and it says, oh, Mr. Klein or is it a gorilla or something like would you go, oh my, I'm taking this to my boss right now, (laughs) you know, and be like, look what I found, you know, like what a fucking little bitch, (laughs) like, I don't know, like, is that something you would take to your boss and be
1: like, look at this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> these disgraceful
1: children! I remember one time um, I drew this picture because uh, I had heard something about my dad having hemorrhoids. Right? Didn't really know what hemorrhoids was. I was in third grade, so my mom's like, "There are these little sores, I guess, like, that are on your butt, and it hurts really bad, and your dad has them." So I drew this picture of this guy <laughs> making like his face, like ah, like grimacing. And he had, like, yeah. sweat pouring on his face. And he had, like, those little quotation marks that looked like his head was shaking. <laughs> and he had one hand yeah. behind grabbing his butt. And the other hand, like, the, well, both hands were behind grabbing his butt. And it and it said on, yeah. on the top, oh, my hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah. And it was just so juvenile. <laughs> and my father found it, right? And he found it not around my mom. And my father for sure didn't go to my mom and be like, <laughs> Look what your son drew, because he knew that I got the idea because he had it right. So he came to me and uh-huh. he, he he looks at me. He goes, "What is this?" I said, that <laughs> "That's just me being funny." I just I don't know. And he's like, "Okay, it is funny, but it's not funny." Like the, you know, this is a real problem <laughs> people have. So don't you can't be doing stuff like this. But I mean, he saw the humor in it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would have expected, to your point, I would have expected, you know, the teacher to just go up to Marsha and be like, what is this? And if she would have said, well, I didn't write that. Okay, well, either way, this isn't really funny. You're going to hurt people's feelings doing this. So let's let's keep this kind of stuff to a minimum. And then just, you know, it's not like Marsha goes around calling people fat all the time. You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> right. It's not yeah. like this is a problem. <laughs> <So>. Right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. So. Mike asks where everybody is. Marcia says that they're all upstairs washing off itching powder. <laughs> Marcia then says to Mike and Carol, Mom, Dad, I've done something just awful. I blame Jenny for writing on my picture. I told her she wasn't my friend anymore and I uninvited her from my party. Mike then asks, and Jenny didn't do it? Marcia says that Paula just admitted it and she didn't mean any harm by it. But you can Carol tell Mike wasn't well,
1: surprised by that shit. Because Mike was like, "And let me guess, she didn't do it." Like he, he sees what's up. He knows what the fuck's up.
0: Shocking. (laughs) A teenage girl overreacted about something for like the
1: what the fifth time. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Carol says, "Well, it seems to me, dear, that you and Jenny got a taste, or that you and Jenny got a taste of the same medicine." Mm -hmm. Mike adds, "You were you were blamed for something you didn't do because somebody didn't have." All the facts, and you turned around and did the same thing to Jenny. Marcia says how awful she feels. Carol looks at her and and Carol looks at her watch and says it's still early. Why don't you call her and invite her to the party? Marcia smiles and agrees. So later, the girls are having a uh, cake, and then the doorbell rings. Mike makes her way to the door to let Jenny in. Just then, the girls and Carol hear a metallic clank. They all look and begin to laugh. We see Mike, after opening the door to let Jenny in, is covered in baby powder. And then reveals a bucket that was over the door. They all laugh. Greg says, sorry about that,
1: Dad. Why the hell do they have baby powder? They don't have a baby.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Some people... even Like, you don't even use baby powder for babies anyway. Well, they used to, but you don't use it so much anymore. Yeah.
1: Um, well right. they used it f- to prevent diaper rash but it, did you notice like it wasn't this funny like at all it wasn't that funny and everybody laughs for like 19 minutes
0: <laughs> well I mean I guess you had to be there and plus they, we didn't we see were. it fall
1: <laughs> we were there <laughs> but we were <laughs> we literally saw it happen like, we were there.
0: But no, we didn't see it happen. You just hear it happen, then you see Mike with baby powder on his head. Yeah, I guess. And that's it. Then he starts doing this no, shaking
1: no. thing, and <laughs> trying to make it fly everywhere. That was kind of funny, but yeah. for the most part, it wasn't that funny.
0: <laughs> Finally, we see Mike and Carol in the kitchen, sitting at the table, drinking coffee. Mike asks, hey, Alice, do we have any cookies? Alice says, at the party, they kind of cleaned us out. Mr. Brady <laughs> sir. Just then, the phone rings. Carol gets up to get it. It's Mr. Randolph. After she's <clears throat> off the phone, she says, "Marcia and Paula explain the whole thing to Mr. Randolph and Mrs. Denton. They are both forgiven. Mike says how great that is. Alice comes in with a box of cookies and says, You're in luck, Mr. Brady. I found a box of cookies. She hands them to him. He lights up and opens the box and reaches in and pulls out a big hairy spider carol jumps and alice says sorry mr brady the party is over but the memory still lingers on
1: so what kind of and
0: that's ho- the end of the episode what
1: kind of hold sorry. does paula have over this principle <laughs> because it's like oh Marsha drew a picture that's it marcia has a detention for the rest of the week and then later on it's like oh well paula's oh oh paula's involved oh well Oh, well, maybe, maybe maybe, we should forgive them both. Maybe maybe we should sit and do anything. Like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Like, we obviously can't, we can't, you know, punish Marshall by himself, so, you know, let's let, let, let's just let him off the hook. You know what I mean? Let's just not have him do anything. You know, I, Paula knows something.
0: <laughs> That's... Uh that's a very good observation i hadn't thought of was <laughs> like what the fuck and, you know and then marshall's like well you're gonna punish me for all of it yeah yeah and she just admitted like okay i got you i'm not punished anymore because i didn't do the bad thing but she just admitted she did and yet all forgiven and you believe her
1: i mean like, was gonna what? get punished for being a shitty artist that's that's really yeah. what she was being punished for but Paula is, if like, I was Marcia, mean, and she doesn't get punished. Yeah, if I was Marsha, I'd be
0: like, oh, I didn't know you two were fucking.
1: Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. Now I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Also, another conspiracy theory. It is, yeah. So, Paula Tardy, um, yeah, he's def- she's definitely got something on Mr. Randolph, mm-hmm. the principal. Exactly. It's kind of like that meme where it's like the where the dad buys the babysitter a brand new car on her sixteenth birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you knock her up or something? Exactly, what the yeah, hell yeah. happened?
1: <laughs> I've seen a couple of movies about that where these guys are cheating on their wives with a babysitter, and the babysitter's like sixteen years old. And it's always like <laughs> the movies always presented as some kind of like dramatic. Like, what? He's sleeping with the babysitter. What? Okay, he's he's sleeping with a child. She's not even eighteen yet
0: but <laughs> right <laughs> all right well that's the that's the
1: end of the episode that was a, that was a good episode that wasn't too bad yeah that's a very shabby. ambitious from a from a, a, you know filmmaking standpoint that was a very ambitious episode <clears throat> because you gotta remember how so well you gotta remember they have like maybe two days of rehearsals and like maybe another three days of shooting and that's it. And they have all these children on set. For the most part, right. the parents are gone through most of the episode, leaving only Alice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, for the most part, they get a lot of shoots with little kids in this. And they only had, like, probably three yeah. days to shoot it all.
0: Good point. And they can... yeah. And, and then the whole cast pretty much can only work in, like, four-hour blocks.
1: And they had a couple of so. special lighting things, you know, where the lights get turned off and stuff like that. And so... Yeah. They would have had to do a special lighting outside of the doorway and stuff like that. You know, so, yeah, there was was a couple of shots where they would would have had to set up new things. And, I don't know, I think it's a pretty ambitious episode.
0: Yeah. I never thought about that. Good point. Speaking of filmmaking. Oh, shit. On the next episode, Jimmy, we look at season two, episode four, called The Un-Underground Movie. Oh. Where Greg makes a movie about the first Thanksgiving starring his family for a history project. Nice. Will Greg pull a Michael Bay on the set? I don't know. We'll see. So, that's fun.
1: That's interesting.
0: And that's where you're going to be hosting on that one.
1: Heck yeah. That's going to be fun.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to sit back and make color commentary.
1: I'm excited. (laughs) That's racist. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, anything else? I don't believe so.
0: Alright, well, for this episode, I've been Tack. And I have been Jimmy. And we will come up with the ending someday.
1: Yes, and you've <laughs> been at the Brady's.
0: You've um. been brady <laughs> I don't know. Alright, see you. <laughs> Bye. Hey, I want to thank my guests one last time for stopping by and come on back here every Monday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Hey, go ahead and check out AVeryBradyPodcast.com. If you ever wonder what I look like, I got pics up on there. You can also see pictures of our past guests as well that have been on the show. Read little bios about them. And you can contact me at AveryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email, any questions you have, or maybe you want to tell me that you hate a certain episode. Who knows? Or even give me a call and leave a voice message at 804-446-1901. Again, that's 804-446-1901. Leave a voicemail. I'll play it on the show. You can also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com the link is in the description of this episode join in on the conversation in the facebook group it's called a very brady facebook group so get in there get on the conversation post memes i don't care just don't be a racist and be sure to also check out the patreon page if you enjoy the show give a donation and become a patron I'd certainly appreciate it. Just go to www.patreon.com forward slash A Very Brady Podcast. Until then, I've been Tack, and this has been A Very Brady Podcast. Have a sunshine day. You've been listening to A Fourth Hand Joint.